What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Talk About It with Keys and Lance. Number one rated podcast on Apple Podcasts for society and culture in the Bahamas. Boom. Oh, did you thought? Did you think that we would not come here and boast? Did you think for one second we would not come here and brag and state how we would get here? And it was only a matter of time because this, this was inevitable. Number one, baby. Let's go. Can't move. Oh, crap. Um, Ben, stop Ben, church. Ben, stop, roll stop, in. Stop, ben, stop roll the intro. Roll the intro. Roll the intro. All right, guys. So thank y'all. We are back. We are back for here another episode. Episode sixty-one, right, Jay? Episode number sixty-one. We are here. All right. So I guess we can give a proper shout out and thanks to everyone that supported us. You know, propelled us to number one on the charts. For real, we appreciate that. We really, really do. Respect and modest man. And you know. Glad y'all are part of the journey, you know what I mean? And shout out to uh, uh, our ladies as well, you know, I can't speak for Keith, but a lot of ladies on my end, you know, wow. they um, wow. they give their strong vocal opinions on certain ladies. things. What? I don't have ladies. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the la- I can't speak for you, you just, but the ladies on my you end. You implicated that. I don't have any females. I'm not I, saying that. I'm just saying, I, I, what? I, I don't know how the ladies on your end right. talk to you because about the I, show. I'm Okay. Okay. See, now, now you're just trying to put words in my mouth. Why are you doing this to yourself? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't have ladies. Go ahead, bro. I never said that. Why are you trying to say that? Go ahead, bro. I never said that you don't have ladies. I'm just saying what the ladies on my end do in regards to the so show. I don't have an end with ladies. I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying what the ladies on my end do. You know what? I ain't even doing this with you, bro. I ain't even doing this. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> How your week been, bro? Yo, my week has been exhausting, my friend. Exhausting, dog. Um, I got a recent promotion um, to assistant manager of a bar and restaurant. Mm. Um, so I've been taking over things, basically running the running the running the drink while uh, the owners away. Ah, and it's, it's been tiring, bro. I could you imagine know, it's been tiring, but no rest for the weary. Who cares? Um, yeah. You know, th- th- as funny as that is, that's the truth. Who cares? Yeah, life goes on, bro. Yeah, like no, no one, no one really cares about you know when boy them going through the struggle and thing. You know, they they don't. And that's sad, man. You know, one of my favorite artists, Sam Cooke, he have a song. Uh, Keep moving on, and it's, it's just one of the best songs because the message is timeless, bro. No matter what happens, life just goes on, bro. Fox. You could die today and life goes on in the next hour. <laughs> next minute, actually. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. The reality is as soon as you die, someone else goes in your place. A shout out to the entrepreneurs, Dread. Like, for real, for real. When you die, who takes over your wife? They got to sit down and contemplate that heart. If your wife will remain alive and who is good and fit for your wife but you created. Or if the whole ship just goes down. I don't think it'll go down. Let's let's not start so gloomy though. Jesus. That's not gloomy. I, I was I was actually like giving all power to the entrepreneurs. Like it is that serious. Oh, you man. you have to be on that level as an entrepreneur. Ain't ain't no one could could go to you know KFC um um in in um in in industrial area and say, Okay, hey, 
Ted got fired today and he was just a regular cashier. Like, who do we replace him with? And will it keep the company oh, alive kind okay. of deal? No. I Ted can easily saying. be replaced. I see what you said. We can always get another cashier. Who is Ted? Ted died in an accident. Oh, that's unfortunate, but we need another cashier. So, oh, Brittany. Sarah. Oh, Brittany. Get over here. Go on. Get over here. You're a cashier now. You've been demoted. Your pay will now go from five twenty-five to $4.07. Good on you. What? Nothing. Was I not supposed to reveal how much <laughs> cashiers at KFC make? I, I don't know, bro. Or fast food franchises, for that matter? I'm sorry. Not. So, one good thing, Lance. Like you want to ask me on my week, Ben Dredd. It ain't cool. Oh, shoot. <laughs> How's your week, Ben, buddy? <laughs> Let's go to one good thing, Mom. My week don't matter. No, it does. It matters to me. Mm. My week was going So, one good thing. Um, <laughs> one good thing. No, how you week, Ben? How you week, Ben, dog? They could cost me busted gym face, man. <laughs> <laughs> My week was going good until the passing into, of, of, of DMX. It was going real good until he passed. And um, if I could be honest, I've been fighting with my emotions for the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I pulled over a couple of times just so I wouldn't burst out in the tears. It, it has been that serious yesterday. And when I woke up this morning, it felt just like how that, that same empty feeling is when you wake up and it's it's real. Like when my sister died and I woke up and I didn't want it to be real and it was real. But, you know, there's joy in passing. Whatever he was going through or feeling, he ain't got to go through or feel no more. The industry ain't got to tamper with his life no more. They can't crap on his name no more because of the legacy that he left behind so in my sorrow there is still joy also rest in peace to one of the greatest of all time DMX I don't want to say rest in peace I remember a couple of episodes back when Chadwick Boseman died I, I, I said I was going to say something else but I can't remember what it was rest in power no it wasn't rest in power it wasn't rest at all but it was something good so you know, I can't remember what it was, but respect the DMX, you know, life we live. Solid mind, man. Slipping, falling, can't get up. Ugh. I say rest because this this life in this plane on this realm, this mm-hmm. earthly realm, it's toxic and it's tiresome. So when you finish here, you take your rest. I remember watching the season finale to uh, The Supernatural. And, um, you know, they took on God, so to speak. And, um, oh, yes, the Supernatural went there. I was like, yo. And this other dude, he absorbed so much of God's energy, so to speak, that he became the next God, and God was no longer God. And they had they had their own fate now to be in control of. And God became a regular human who was going to age, grow old, die like every other human being. Wow. So they went on to do their own stuff, and now knowing that no one controls their destiny, they could... You know, live their lives like regular hunters and whatever. And the oldest brother, he died. He got caught um, after they were cleaning out a vampire nest. And he died. And he was like, don't bring me back. Don't do nothing. Let me die peacefully. And he died. And the younger brother held him as he died. And he went on to, and they quote, heaven. And he met one of his best friends there who was there with them from the very beginning. And he was like, you know, 
take your rest now. You're straight. Your mom and them live down there. Your brethren live down here. And time moves different in heaven. So, you know, you can see your brother soon. Uh, for what, whatever time it is down there for him, they ain't going to move for you up here. So he's like, so what you going to do now? He's like, but I think I can just go for a drive and chill. I think it's going to happen to drive. <laughs> he went to heaven and he looked at his old Mustang right there. And as soon as he got in the car, his brother still had his original car on earth. And when he sat in the car, he felt the presence of his brother. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, it was restful for him. Like, he didn't have to wake up and think about faking an identity to go kill zombies or a a person that just came back to life, killing people, vampires, angels that went rogue, uh... The four horsemen, none of that. He had his time to rest. So when I say, like, you know, rest and peace, like, that's what I mean. Like, you rest in P-E-A-C-E. Like, you know, you're there. Not an old sleep in your coffin forever kind of ordeal. Because then that would sound pretty stupid. Yeah. No offense. Sorry, not sorry. All right, so... The one good thing segment, guys. This is March 26, 2021 from CBS News. 11-year-old boy hands out flowers to grocery store workers after Colorado shooting. Um, and when I saw this, it touched my heart. I don't know how Lano feels about it, but it touched my heart, bro. So following a tragic shooting at a King Super grocery store in Boulder, Colorado this week, 11-year-old J.J. Whitman was afraid. The boy from nearby Brighton, Colorado knew other people were feeling the same way. I was scared, Whitmer told CBS News. I can't imagine what it would be like to be one of those family members for one of the victims. JJ wanted to do something to help others in this area who might be struggling. So he and his mom went to grocery stores in the area and handed out flowers to employees the day after shooting. The flowers made people happy and smile, had some people brought the tears and all that. Um, so shout out to you, JJ, even though this was a couple weeks ago. You did a good thing, man, you know. Gave people some positivity after a negative situation. And that's one good thing. I mean, that's a touching story. I'd like some flowers, you know. JJ gave her flowers ahead of the funeral. Something man sitting right there at me, little JJ. What's going on? Why you had them flowers there on deck, bro? On deck before the funeral even began. Like, so immediately after this, this massacre goes down, boom. Hey, got some flowers for your dead it's, relative. It's supposed to be a one good thing segment. Positivity. Hey, I'm just saying that don't that, poke that sounds suspect to me. No, don't poke holes in a story. That sounds suspect to me. Guys, let's just omit what Lano said. It's a positive segment. We keep our other stuff for the other segments. This is positivity. Jeez, could see good in Lucifer, but talk to me, but Positivity. All right, so let's get to the meat of the episode, man. Where's my one good thing? Sorry. You were so negative on my one good thing. I didn't. I wasn't negative. I, was I, negative. I, I found it to be suspicious. I was negative. I was keep not your negative. suspicions to yourself. I'm not going to keep my suspicions to myself. Right. Let's talk about it. No, I want to highlight a positive. Anyway, let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, um, one of my homegirls who've been schooling for nursing for the longest time. For the longest time, been in and out of the ring, wanted to quit as many times as... as she's a she, wrestler? She's not a wrestler. Say in the ring. 
<laughs> Figuratively speaking, keys. I guess maybe now we'll keep our thoughts to ourselves. <laughs> you know what? Very cool. Bottom line, um, she will be graduating. She will be graduating um, next month. Next month, she will be graduating, and now she's here. And as I told her, welcome to the realm of saving lives because, you know, she made it, man. She made it. So, shouts out to you, Micah. Oh, Micah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like Micah. Congrats, Micah. Congrats, Micah. I'm not going to call you out on how long you're supposed to be on this show, but it ain't cool. I'm really, really proud of you, and I'm glad you didn't give up. And now you're finally here. Really, really proud of you. Now go change the world. As soon as you graduate, of course. You done? That's it? That's my one good thing. All right. Hey, awesome. Good job. I might do that, and then you might leave me <laughs> hanging. I, I, I learned from these things, you know. I ain't stupid. <laughs> Boom. So you got something you wanted to talk about, about a Dr. Lance? Uh, Dr. Kevin Bethel. Dr. Kevin Bethel. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, no, no. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And you know you're doing wrongly. <laughs> Come here. Look at, look, look at him. You believe you so innocent and you're looking, looking down like, like you did you did nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, kids... Do the darnest things. Shout out to that nigga Bill Cosby Dread. Therefore, you can't sue me because it's sure as kids say the darnest things. <laughs> I, I just make it show up attacking our brown, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Anyway, you write your side. Dr. Kevin Bethel. Um, for those of you that don't know, Dr. Kevin Bethel, he is um, a doctor that resides in Freeport. Um, most of his clientele is also in Freeport as well. And um, he was one of the doctors that was open about how to deal with COVID in the Bahamas shortly before the country went on lockdown. Go on, get out of here. Don't touch that again or I'll come for you. Um, yeah, he was also one of those doctors that also asked for an audience with our incompetent bozo, um, but to no avail. So, you know, we would not have to go through a lockdown or any of the nonsense that he's doing today. Um, once again, to no avail, he also asked to speak with a handful of doctors because before he even returned back to the country in 2020, before the shutdown and everything, he dealt with a COVID patient outside of the country and he learned quickly how to combat it. And once again, trying to speak with the incompetent bozo, but to no avail. Menace, you should be ashamed of yourself. Just throwing that part out there. I digress. Um... So some months later, he spoke about this on um, on the news station with uh, Clint Watson. Shout out to the homie Clint. I hope to get you on the show soon, man. Um, and he spoke about it and what could have been done and what still can be done and why this isn't necessary and that isn't necessary, so on and so forth. Moving into 2021, Dr. Kevin Bethel and his wife took the AstraZeneca experimental therapy, also known as the COVID-19 vaccine. His side effects were terrible, and his wife almost died due to a serious buildup of blood clots. And he had to act fast, or his wife was going to die. And if he didn't know what he knew, 
his wife would be dead right now. There was a voice note that he sent out, and for whatever reason, it was shared out and about without his permission and went viral on this little rock, and now it's out there for the news, so there's no running from it. He does not recommend this experimental therapy, also known as the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine, because of his side effects and his wife almost dying from blood clots. And to add to that, the uh, the commissioner of the Royal Bahamas Defense Force, our military, he got COVID after he was vaccinated. Keys. The, the irony, though. The irony. So let's talk about it, Keys. All right. Before we do, let's just um, let me back up Lano's uh, story just so people say, "Oh, we telling fake news." This is from enews.com, April 9, 2021, at 3.42 a.m. by Sloan Smith. In quotes, my advice is not to take it. Doctor claims AstraZeneca vaccine almost killed him and his wife. Grand Bahama doctor says his wife got blood clots and he and his son got sick after inoculation. Pause. Run that back again. Grand Bahama doctor says his wife and his wife got blood clots and he and his son got sick after inoculation. So his son got vaccinated as well. Apparently. I was not aware of that. Ministry of Health data shows side effects are rare occurrence. A local doctor, <laughs> <laughs> a local doctor in Grand Bahama yesterday claimed that he had to perform an emergency procedure to save his wife's life when she started experiencing blood clots after taking the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. In a voice note to one of his patients, which quickly made quickly made its way around social media, Doctor Kevin Bethel of Family Wellness Center. On East Sunrise Highway indicated that he would not recommend any of his patients to get the job after he and his family experienced adverse reactions. So yeah, if y'all want the rest of the full story, y'all go to enews.com and look up Kevin Bethel. Just to, you know, back up Lance claims. Now, I personally will never take this vaccine. Tell him, kids. I wish I had the... um. I wish I had the choice when I was younger to not get immunized as a child because, you know, we children get immunized against their will. You know, people say it's, you know, to protect them from the measles and chicken pox and this and that. Lies. And they, they need these immunizations to go to school. But my thing is this, bro. Our creator created our body with a, with a whole system to combat everything. Tell it, So I personally don't feel like none of these vaccinations are necessary. Um, none of these immunization things are necessary. Like, you know, eat right, exercise right, take care of your body. And, you know, you might still get a little sickness, but that's life. Listen, you have the amount of right alcohol and smokes in your system. You're going to live for a good hundred years. I what? call a spade a spade. I know certain white man and black boy them that lives for a long time and they have their little piece of tobacco there and enough gin sitting on their porch. They make it to see a hundred. Okay. I'm, I'm as joking uh, as joking as I say in that, right? There's some truth in that. I'm not saying for anyone to, to do any type of drugs. I just saying, you know, <laughs> I couldn't take me serious when I said that, that stuff just now. But there's truth in what I'm saying. Moral of the story is you don't need these man-made stuff to be placed inside your no. bodies. You don't. You understand? You can take care of yourself with what's on this planet, but like legit, but 
I tell people all the time, but you want to be able to combat any disease, any any disease or any virus known to man, especially in the Bahamas, go right in your backyard. You go right in your backyard, you'll be fine. Simple as that. I I I don't agree in putting these stuff in your system. Once again, I'm not anti-vaccine, but I am anti-stupid. You know, you know what I'm saying? So why would I go in, and and no disrespect to Dr. Kevin Bethel, but why would I go taking a so-called vaccine that only has a success rate of 62% that even the people who donated to this country stopped giving to their people? Why? Why would I do this to myself? If y'all stop giving it to y'all people, but y'all donating $20,000 and then the next $30,000 come out of nowhere that was not educated to our people, why would I go taking it? A 62% success rate compared to Pfizer and Moderna, whom I still do not recommend, but has a percentage between 92 to 95%. Wouldn't I go in the next man line and take one of their vaccinations that has a higher percent excess, uh, success rate? I mean... Yes, my head might blow up and I might look like one of them creatures from the Disney movie from the dude who been swinging and playing around with the bells. But that's besides the point. The point is, that's a higher success rate compared to 62%. And numerous reports on blood clots, which his wife happened to get. No. We got to stop playing around with ourselves, man. You understand? And mankind need to catch some type of sense as well, but look here. If the vaccine is not 110% credible, why are we taking it? Why are we taking it? I'll tell you why. Because you're an experiment. Once you sign a dotted line, you are an experiment. For something that's not going to be completed until 2023, you are an experiment. And if anything should happen to you, guess who can't do anything about it? You, right now. Dr. Kevin Bethel can't do anything or get any justice for himself, his son, or his wife. Those who got their heads swell up like dolls, those who can't breathe, those who can't walk properly no more with these permanent conditions because they took said vaccinations, those who have died, you cannot get no form of justice whatsoever because you knew what you signed up for. And guess what? For those of you that are still alive, because you didn't sign that dotted line, as soon as everything said and done, they calling you back. Hey, let's go, my nigga. It's that time. You got to get vaccinated again. Let's go. And what can you do? Say no? No, you signed up for it. You signed up to be a guinea pig. So why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing this to your family? It ain't like y'all ain't had the knowledge on this. Y'all did. So who can you blame? Who do you run to? All right. All right. All right. So question, think you can ever take the vaccine? Hell no. Why would I, listen, I've stressed this more than enough. Until late February 2023 or March, ending of March 2023, none of the major three are vaccines. They are experimental. It took y'all 10 months to have this stuff ready to talk, but this is the cure when y'all saying it's not a cure and you may not get back to this and you may not get back to that. Why are you taking it? It took y'all 10 months to have this thing prepared, which and I already know the full story behind that. That stuff been sitting there. Y'all doing what y'all want to do. That's a, t- that's a tale for another day. 
10 months. Y'all ain't got no vaccine for cancer yet. 10 months. You think they can have a vaccine for the common cold? You think they'll have a vaccine for the common cold? 10 months. Y'all got a vaccine for AIDS? No? What are I taking this, this experiment for? Why? What about herpes? Vaccine for herpes? Come on, son. Y'all ain't had none of them for the... Boy, look here. Y'all don't even have a vaccine for Ebola. And to me, I read Ebola way more serious than I will ever read COVID. Sorry, not sorry. But bleeding out the eyes seems a whole lot more scary to me than something that just could be lingering around in the back of your nose and you being asymptomatic with the most deadliest virus in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to start using our brains, boy. Because if we don't, I promise, somewhere down the line, humanity will lose. Because whether you want to admit it or not, the majority of the stuff what happening today and the decisions being made by these so-called doctors, Dr. Fakey, <laughs> Say Dr. and the rest of these other incompetent <laughs> bozos around the world, your leaders, y'all know they ain't making no sense. Y'all know it. Talk to me now. Get at me in the comment section. I'll wait. Hit me up on WhatsApp. I'll wait. Get at me on Telegram. I'll be up. Check me out on Instagram. Let's have the discussion. If you want to keep it anonymous, let's go. Show me otherwise. All right. Let's bring some levity to the conversation, my brother. All right, go ahead. Oh, you got to do the thing, bro. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Kyo's Childhood Memories. I can't keep on throwing these phones. Like, this will cost my last phone, bro. All right, so I got a story. I don't think it exactly brings celebrity, but I can't even remember if I told it before. Did I ever tell a story about Aniwa, a brand of my dream? All right, I guess surprise face it. Guess I didn't. I'd love to hear it. Go ahead. So um, <clears throat> this is back in 2003. My uh, grand Ani died. Aniwa. As we affectionately called her. Annie Wall. Yeah. But you know how Bahamians pronounce fee with, with a w. w. So yeah. her name was actually Valderine. Va- yeah. Weird. <clears throat> yeah, but she died in 2003. And I think, you know, she was holding my little cousin while she was dying. Um, Cameron. Uh, <laughs> dog. Uh, that sounds so scary. <laughs> but anyway, um, that was actually, I don't think I ever, I don't think I experienced a family death since her. Yeah. Must be nice. I don't think I experienced a death in the whole sense actually. Maybe one or two. Must be really nice. Maybe one or two, but it didn't affect me. But anyway, so fast forward, a um, couple of weeks later, I, you know, I had a dream. I was in this, this, this hallway. And you remember from Thor Ragnarok? You watched Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. You remember the hallway where they was in in the arena where it was like infinite loop hallway? Yeah. Okay, I was in the hallway, something like that. And I was walking in the hallway and I saw my auntie. She was pushing like a cart. This is the auntie that died. She was pushing a cart towards me. This is in the dream world? Yeah, this is in the dream world. She was pushing like this cart towards me and she was in a, fun- she was in the clothes that she was that she was buried in. That is so creepy. Go um, on, continue. <laughs> She, yeah, she was walking towards me. I was walking towards her. And it was like this little side door. 
she turned around, like she pushed the car to the wall and she turned around and she like barked up into the door and she was pulling the car towards her in the door and she, she handed out a hand and she was like, like doing this motion. Trying to tell you people, to come. Yeah, for people that can't, ain't watching, she was like basically telling me, come here, mm. like come in the room with her. Um, and I didn't go. So when I woke up, I tell my mom about it. She's like, boy, if you did go on there, you can dead. So I don't know if anybody know about those type of dreams. Like if you follow dead people, yes. you're going to die or something like that. Yes, I know about these. Yeah. I used to live on a family island. So yeah, I don't know. Probably she wanted to kill me. I don't know. I thought I was a good nephew, but hey. Well, here's the thing in, in, <laughs> in that regard, right? And I've, I've spoken to a, a number of folks on this, right? Certain spirits that actually do that half the time aren't actually the original spirit, but they resemble someone who you would know, and they come to collect the souls of children. Or she could have been her, and she wanted me to take me in the room to give me some spiritual powers to manifest in the physical world to combat evil. That, that can't happen. You already have powers, but what more do you need? But That's why I said spiritual powers. Ha <laughs> ha. So I might have messed up on my chance. I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> anyway, what's your story? Ah, boy. My story. My childhood story. You know, um, I had the chance to work with an amazing person. Um, Yo, Kakawa. I work with you every week. You're incredible, bro. I mean, that that's already known, you know. But talk um, your shit, big dog. <laughs> um, someone who was my singing rival in school, and and this this is the childhood memory. He um, when I was in school, like, Zai, what are you doing? Come on. In school, like, all the way from the first to the sixth grade, like. I was in almost every single choir, if not every single choir. And then I, transfer, I transferred school in the sixth grade. And in comes one of the most incredible guys in the world. At the time, he wasn't incredible to me. I was pissed off and jealous of the kid. <laughs> His name was Rashad Ferguson. I mean, Rashad Cunningham. Rashad Cunningham, an amazing guy, man. And he was gifted with singing from young. He was in the fifth grade. I was in the sixth grade. And... He just had it there and he knew it. And I was like, I think I know him. I think I went to school with him. Rashad Cunningham. Yeah. yeah. Incredible dude, man. Incredible dude. And this one time, right? And Rashad, I'm coming clean about this now. This is this is my childhood memory. Um when it was about that time for graduation, he had a role to play in my graduation. And he was not graduating. He was in the fifth grade, I was in the sixth grade. And we were gonna sing R. Kelly and Celine Dion song, I'm Your Angel. And he had a major part in the song, right? And I went back to the to the music teacher. I'm like, yo, I don't think that's fair. I want a part in that song because I believe I've earned a part in that song. In fact, I also believe she did and he did. So I think we should sing it as well because I didn't want to sing it by myself. <laughs> but you know, I I ended up um I ended up doing the part by myself, and he ended up being the backup guy as well. And he also had like. He opened the song as well, you know, um, and he never knew it to this day, but now he knows. So basically you backstopped and betrayed him. I didn't backstop him. I just wanted a piece of his shine. <laughs> 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 you 
Years later, here we are <laughs> working on Adventures in the Arts because he's such an amazing dude. And I let him hear my wedding song, I Do Now and Forever. And I let him know he's the inspiration behind it all. So there you are. Um, thank you, Rashad, cutting out. Don't kill me when you hear this. <laughs> Isn't that right, buddy? I got your nose. I got your nose. So I don't need that thing. <laughs> what? You know, we talked about not having your son grow up like you. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, boy. <sighs> so, check this out, Lance. You. This is from the New York Times. I'm sure you heard the story. Mm. Caribbean volcano erupts, spewing ash and smoke from miles. Oh, hell yeah. This, this been the rage. This yeah. been the rage for the last 72 hours, bro. Yeah, so basically, you know, La Souf. I can't pronounce the word. I apologize. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's on the main island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. This volcano last erupted in 1979. But this whole time, St. Vincent had a volcano? I never knew that. <laughs> the hell? I never knew that. <laughs> it sent two explosive plumes of ash and smoke on Friday, and 20,000 people fled. Fast forward, April 9th, <clears throat> 2021, Kingston, mm. St. Vincent and the Grenadines, a volcano in the southern Caribbean that had been dormant for decades, erupted in a billowing blast of gray smoke on Friday, spewing clouds of ash for miles and forcing thousands to evacuate. Mm -hmm. The volcano known as La Sufriare. I hope I did that justice. On the northern tip of the main island of St. Vincent and St. Vincent and Grenadine, had started showing signs of renewed activity in late December. Mm. It moved into an explosive state on Friday morning. The National Emergency Management Organization said on Twitter, it was a very, very loud bang, said Shaquille Hardway Williams, 22, a St. Vincent resident, describing the moment the volcano erupted. So in the smell of sulfur, permeated the air, he said, followed by clouds of ash with yeah. stones falling on roofs and flashes of volcanic like volcanic lightning in the sky. Mm. You never see something like this, Mr. Hardaway said. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I seen some of the videos, bro. I talking about the streets buried in ash, vehicles buried, like everything just straight up gray. It's nuts. I would not have functioned, bro. Jeez, so I'd have thought the world was ending. Listen, you remember the movie that they had on ZNS? Oh, you probably don't, but uh, there was a movie on ZNS where, you know, these regular folks having a regular old day. And it looked like it was somewhere out in California. Um, and then this fire just kept on crapping. It just kept creeping down every side of each mountain, you know, getting to the homes. And certain people, you know, they wet their homes just to make sure, like, the water, the, the fire would, you know, move past. You see what I'm saying? Certain people also were, were still in their homes not even knowing that this fire was coming. And there was this one dude on his motorbike. You know, he got burnt right up. But, you know, he he, he survived. He, you know, experienced some serious third-degree burns on his hands and stuff and whatever because he had to go save someone in the house. But he survived. But the aftermath of everything, it was just destructive, bro. Like, nature alone is a destructive, destructive thing. Like, if you don't, Careful, Mother Nature. She can deal with you. Yeah, bro. They, um, yeah, some people that have theories that, you know, the Earth is actually a living 
thing. I mean, of course, it is technically living because, you know, yeah. plants and us and all that. But, like, the earth itself is a living thing. And, you know, natural disasters are a result of basically human beings messing things up. So it's like the natural disasters is like, bro, all right, get your shit together. You know, take care of me. Yeah, I, I mean. I thought that was interesting. To, to, to some degree, there's truth in that. Because let's say, right, you know, and, 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 and middle finger to these large corporate companies that know where certain things is, like, you know, oil and, and, and volcanoes and, and stuff like that, right? They want a substance that's there because it could profit them millions of dollars. And they are warned by the locals, hey, don't tamper with this, don't go this way. But the government, the greedy government gives them permission to go do it because the government getting a large cut as well. And they still go ahead and do it. And then you have some some big old natural disaster like oil spill or, or um, you know, a volcanic eruption or something, you know. And stuff like this happens all the time. And what do these large corporate companies come on to say? They, they say, oh, you know, on behalf of so-and-so, we'd like to say we're sorry. Something like this was never supposed to happen. And blah. Nah, shut up. I would beat the hell out of you if I ever see you in real life. You knew what it was about. You knew the risks. Yeah, you still took it. Why? So in some instances, that, that's, that's accurate, bro. And the earth is suffering because a lot of these fools been doing fool. The most proudest I've been of, of this planet was when most of the world was on lockdown. Because we've seen certain creatures return to certain areas and... That's cool. Yeah, it, it, it was a beautiful thing, bro. But listen, listen Jericho, so this is something I'm reading in the story that just caught my eye. Uh-oh. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay, bang. Let me start from here. As of Friday morning, close to 20,000 people has, had been evacuated from the area surrounding the volcano, according to officials. The coronavirus might complicate evacuation efforts, however. According- Are you kidding me? According to Yurisilla Joseph, the director of the University of the West Indies Seismic Research Center, the COVID, pande- the COVID pandemic is still ongoing, and you're talking about moving people forward maybe weeks, possibly possibly months, Ms. Joseph said in a telephone interview. This is a huge cost in terms of humanitarian effort. Now, this is what really you know caught me. Prime Minister Gonsalves said on Thursday, that in order to board the cruise ship sent to evacuate people from the island, well, evacuees man. must be vaccinated. So that strikes me as like, bro, if you ain't vaccinated, you got to stay on this island and deal with this volcano. Y'all niggas really out here trying to commit murder, boy? While the nearby island nations that are planning to accept refugees will also require vaccinations. So now nearby country is saying that you got to be vaccinated too. Like, really, dog? Y'all can't be serious but life. Y'all cannot be serious but life. These niggas in the middle of a natural disaster. Oh, you gotta take this shot to go. Or get killed by the by the by the by, by the volcano. Get killed by the by the ashes that's in the air that can't kill you in seconds. Get killed by molten lava that could burst about the sky or be creeping on the ground and get Come you in the corner. Down, he, Y'all... Also, he also recommended that those who arrive in shelter <sighs> on St. Vincent be vaccinated. Every single one of y'all world leaders that's doing what y'all doing in regards to this whole vaccination stuff, y'all need to be jailed for crimes against humanity, but oh, that's crazy. Y'all need to be jailed, but some of y'all you actually need to like 
be executed because at the end of the day, but y'all, y'all legit ain't care. Y'all about killing people, but so why should y'all live when millions, millions of people's lives, their blood is on your hands? That right there is nuts. How dare you? How dare you? And let's say you have a Jehovah's Witness or, or, or a Rastafarian or someone else, you know, on the island who, who you know, that goes against their, their, um, that goes against their, their, their belief and whatnot. Then what? What do you, what do you do? What do you do? You can tell them, well, you know, I, I know that's their belief, right? But since you can't get vaccinated, you can't come. Uh, die now. That's basically what you're saying. Essentially. Y'all need to pay, buddy. They're telling you one thing, buddy. Try to stop me from living, but it's me or you. It's that simple. I can't make it no clearer than that. You try to stop me from living, it's me or it's you. And if I going down, I going down swinging. Because it's not up to you to tell me what the hell to do with my life and what I'm supposed to put in my system. We're still in a pandemic and da 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 a big old emergency going on. The, the whole island couldn't blow it for that matter, dog. Well, you still have to get vaccinated in order to leave. <laughs> Wait, listen. I, I don't think they speak like that. <laughs> Strangle the hell out of that lady who talked that nonsense, boy. That's murder. No, I didn't mean that literally. How the fuck could you figuratively strangle <laughs> Okay, it's not like a literal strangle. But how do you figuratively strangle somebody? Well, you know, you stop their words. You, you t- just tell them to continuously shut up. You see what I'm saying? Uh, okay. I mean, I've been verbally verbally strangling you like a whole lot. A whole lot. I've been doing it for years, you know? All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. I try not to do it now because we're professionals. All right. I mean, but you just did it to me at the beginning of the show, so, you know, you know. I never strangled nobody, bro. Yes, you did. No, I'm not the scratch and strangler. No, see that that's that's physical. That's that's literal strangling. Okay. That's murder. Wait, no, it's not. Free, free, my nigga. The the scratch and strangler. He's innocent. And screw you, Toby. <laughs> God. Oh God. No God. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Michael <laughs> Scott, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? <laughs> Every man. time I try to make something fun, you make it not that way. I despise all the things you choose to be. Wait, <laughs> the office is a treasure, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> Michael Scott is one of the greatest gifts known to man, man. <laughs> man. Woo. All right. Yeah. Um, got a quick life tip. Yeah, babe. Life Boy. tip is always good. Because I'm I glad you actually saw it on your best behavior this morning, you know. Keep it? You just handed it to your dad to, to say, I got something. This is Life Tip 95 of 365, and it reads this. Your brightest days usually come from enduring your darkest nights. Mm. Don't give up when troubles come because they build character. They give you experience and they bless you with a story to tell to inspire others. They are temporary, yet they will hurt, but just persevere. 
Oh, you don't go like this, Lance. Shucks, you don't go like this. But still, Mark Zuckerberg faced adversity and he didn't quit. Okay. Out of respect for you, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything until. Josh Valentin had troubles, but he didn't quit. Taraji Henson had hard times and had a late start in her career, but she never stopped. Chasing her dreams. And look at her now. Never give up, man. All right, screw that. Nah. Mark Zuckerberg. No, no, you a sucker. All right? You stole your wives. You never give up. You never gave up on stealing. That's what you did. Let's talk about it. What the hell you mean? Oh, oh, I never gave up on the biggest platform. Nah. Hell no. I hope you realize. It's two of my segments. You, you I am sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to strangle your stuff. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to. You hear that right aside? Two times today. Two times. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't just put that in there. You know, like, you know what like, you need to do? Remember Rick and Marty? When him and Marty go on the detoxifier, you need that. <laughs> you, you need that. Nah, bro. you don't want that. You don't want that. The world, that the world is going to be incredibly off if right. I do that. You need a detoxifier, bro. If I do that, the world's going to be incredibly off, bro. I don't think we need that. Anyway, anything else to add, buddy? Uh, yeah, man. All right. There, there, there's a number of things to add to this, man. Um, You know, first things first, thanks to everyone that, you know, log on to keysandlines.com. Boom. You understand? Check out the stuff there. You know, we uh, we want to hear more from you all. So we got some more behind-the-scenes stuff coming up soon. You know, a part of our average everyday lives. No, these won't be vlogs on the site, but, you know, we want y'all to engage a bit more with us. So we got some stuff coming. You understand? Um, Yeah. Also, lanothesage.com is on the way. Boom. You're going to not only be able to check out my music, you're also going to be able to buck me for my music. You're going to be able to buck me for my uh, my, video, my video commercials, my radio commercials, basically any type of work that I do. So, you know, keysandlines.com now, forever. lanothesage.com on the way. <laughs> And that's all I got to say about that. Gee. Yeah. Um. Thank you for my end again, too, guys. You know, all the support. Sixty-one episodes. You know, I know I can imagine. You know, not, not every episode is the best, but you know, y'all still been rocking with us, and we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Y'all propel us to number one. So, like, keep us there. Keep us there. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep liking. Keep commenting. Keep us at number one. And you know, not. Keep us the number one in the Bahamas and then move us to number one internationally. You know what I'm saying? Keep yeah. telling me I have no chill. I'm going to get even worse than I already am because the world has got soft. Screw cancel culture. Screw PC culture. And anyone else that's down with that toxic way of living. Cool. What? Yeah, we don't care, bro. Sorry. We don't. You know, I, I shared a Facebook post and this is like my 10th time talking about her or him. It said Dwayne Dwayne Wade daughter son said daughter son. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me get the exact quote. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me get the exact quote. So <laughs> Yeah, baby. I saw So in other news, Dwayne Wade's daughter son. <laughs> Yeah, I never had nothing like that in my life. <laughs> All right, this is the exact post. Dwayne Wade, daughter, son said, 
Why I try to be someone you're not? I'm confused. <laughs> what the? Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. 2021, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you all know we ain't gonna ever stop poking fun at this situation. <laughs> watch respect and watch love to Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Luna, and your family. Like, kudos to y'all, man. Live your life. Live your best there, life, man. But hey, we can make fun of it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter, son. <laughs> all right, that's it. We, we get in the show. We get in the show. We, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that got me dying. Yo. We out your door. We out your door. <laughs> We're going to drive up to-